Coming up, some of us as believers are still hiding from God in certain areas of our life. Some of us as believers need to confess that I'm not what I should be. I believe in you, I've accepted you, but in this area of my life, I confess it. There is distance between you and God. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. In today's world, we are bombarded with messages everywhere we turn. We're often told how to think, what to believe, and who we should be. But have you ever stopped to think about what you are believing and why? Listen as Pastor Robert continues the message, Who Told You? So B, write this down. God responds to humankind's confessed condition. God responds to humankind's confessed condition. So look what happened here in Genesis 3, verses 8 through 11. After they had disobeyed him. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. We'll pause there for a moment. They disobeyed God. And they heard God. (laughs) They heard the sound of God. Uh, Let me say it another way. They're in a state of, in a fallen state. But they can still sense God. (laughs) Y'all with me here? (laughs) They're in a sinful state. But they can still Sense the presence of God. That hasn't changed, y'all. It hasn't changed. Today, today, everybody, everybody, the Bible makes it clear in many passages that no, you can still sense God. Folks say, well, I don't believe in God. I don't believe. I I don't accept it. God is not true. I'm an atheist. I I don't believe. Okay, well, that's fine that you, it ain't fine, but I, okay, I understand that you, that's what you believe, but I know from the scripture, you still can sense God. God says in Psalms 19 that the, the heavens declares his glory. He says in Romans chapter one that there's no excuse because all creation speaks. The Bible says that there's no language that can't understand God speaking. Romans, uh, Psalms 19. So you can still sense God even though you're falling. See, this is one thing that we have to understand as uh, followers of Christ, as uh, folks who proclaim the gospel, that when we're talking to a sinner, I don't care what they say, you got to know that God has done some things in creation and in their lives, in their presence, they, they can have a sense for God. They may have grown numb to it because of the hardness of their heart. Because as Romans tells us that they have suppressed the truth. 
they have pushed down the truth of God. And they're not only have they pushed it down, they are holding it down. That's what it's saying. They are holding the truth of God down. God is saying, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. And they're living in such a way that they say, no, you ain't, no, you ain't, no, you ain't, no, you ain't. And there's a pressure on their life of truth of God that they're continuing to hold down. That's part of the reason they, 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 they might snap at you because they're straining to hold down the truth of God. And so you bring them the truth and they may say, I don't want to hear that. I don't get away from me because they, 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 they work and they're trying to keep that truth down. So don't get offended. Don't get offended. Just understand. They just they under some pressure. They under some strain when they when they snap at you and you're trying to give them the gospel. Just understand that they're straining, trying to keep God's truth down. So they might snap at you. Yeah. Because God, God. And so here, here they are. They said they sinned, they fallen from God, but they say. I hear God coming. <laughs> I hear God coming. And then it reads on. And they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God, verse 9, but the Lord God called to the man, where are you? And that's the call that God is still calling to all of humankind. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you in relation to me? Where are you? How they answer that question is so critical. It is so critical. Here in this text, Adam answered. It says, verse 10, he answered, I heard you in the garden. I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. See, this is so critical. It's so important that, that humankind would confess their condition, as Adam did here. Don't ignore it. Don't deny it. Confess their condition. Adam says, I heard you. I, I, I was afraid of you. <laughs> and... I was afraid because I was exposed. So I hid from you, God. So God responds. God responds when humankind confess their condition. I'm going to say that again. God responds when humankind confess their condition. This is true for the unsaved and the saved. This is just not an, a saved thing, an unsaved thing. It's true for believers too. There are areas in our life that are away from the will of God. 
But if you confess your condition, God will respond to you. Some of us, even believers, need to confess our condition. Some of us, as believers, are still hiding from God in certain areas of our life. Some of us, as believers, need to confess that, God, I'm not the husband I should be. I'm not the father I should be. Some of us as believers need to confess to God, I'm not the wife I should be. Some of us need to confess, I'm not the mother I should be. We need to confess to God, I'm not the son that I should be. I'm not being the daughter that I should be, the worker or even the friend that I should be. Lord, I confess to you, I'm not what I should be. I believe in you. I've accepted you. But in this area of my life, I confess it. We need to confess it. Adam confessed his condition. And he says, Lord, and I am away from you. I'm away from you. There's distance between you and I. And some of us need to confess that in certain areas of our life, there is distance between you and God. You need to confess it. Just like Adam did. And look what God said to him in verse 11. He said, well, who told you? Who told you? Who in the world told you? Number one, write this down. God is saying in that question, he's saying, where did you get this external information? Where did you get this external information? Understand, as we said before, God had already declared that everything was good. And he had declared that I put you in a position to relate and connect to me so that you would not be afraid of me. So God is saying, you got some information from some place that I didn't give you. Up to this point, everything they had known came through God. We have to understand just how critical that is. Everything they knew came through God. Everything. Now they're talking some stuff that did not come through God. We got a problem. We got a problem. There was a time, those of you who are parents, that, that your children, everything they knew, everything they knew was, had got, had came through you, you or, your, your, or their father, their mother or their father, or the folks who their mother or father allowed them to be around. Everything they knew came through that. that, 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 was, that was, some, of, some of us was, was wise enough to say, you know what, you ain't 
gonna have nothing to do with my child right now because um, I don't trust what you might do or what information you might give to my child. So you talking about you asking me, you know, can I keep them for a couple hours? No. <laughs> Y'all ever had to say no? You 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 walking you walking through the mall you walking through the mall holding your child and this stranger comes up and says oh he's so cute and they want to kiss him and you have to say no, no. <laughs> okay I don't know what viruses uh, heebie jeebies you got I don't know I got to protect my child he said oh yeah he says cute isn't he yeah thank you you know, you walk the other way, you, you divert it somehow, you figure it out, you fix it, right? Because he's like, no, you're not putting your lips or your hands. And then somebody, sometimes they, they reach out their finger and touch your kid's nose and you're thinking, yeah, where your hands been? I don't know where your hands been. See, see, sometimes we got to look at this because this is how God feels about us. He's protective over us. Because he wants goodness for us and goodness only. Just like you were with your innocent, vulnerable little baby. And if you let somebody hold him, he's like, you, you know, you're watching them. You know, they, put, they put their hand behind their head, make sure they don't slap their neck. You know, how they gentle with them. And as soon as you sense anything, you just go, oh, I'll take them. I'll take them. I, no, I'll take them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God is protective over us the same kind of way. And so God is saying here, you got some information that did not come from me. Genesis 3.11 says again, it says, and he said, God, and he said, speaking of God, who told you that you were naked? I didn't tell you that. In fact, I made you naked on purpose. <laughs> you were naked because I wanted you to be naked. <laughs> and I wanted you to be naked and not trip on it. That's how I made you. And then God asked another question. Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? He already knew. He didn't ask him that to find out. He already knew. Just like with your children. You, sometimes you ask your children questions, you already know the answer. You want to see if they're going to tell you the truth. If they're going to confess up to it. God knew. See, here's the thing. God says, have you done what I commanded you not to do? Because God's commandments, his commandments are not grievous toward us. They are for our benefit. Just like you would command your children, don't go in the street. Don't take candy from a stranger. Not because you want to keep candy from them or not because you don't want them running around. No, I don't want you to get hurt. So when God gives us commandments, we have to stop seeing them as like they're restrictive. They're actually for our benefit. So don't doubt God's commandments. So God says, you got some information from an external source. So we got a problem. Because you, you, you didn't process that information well. One, two, or two, one, you should have never gotten that information. Two, you didn't process it well. Because it caused you to run from me. That's, that's bad processing of information. 
And this is something I'm going to tell you to say this now. That there are some things that you have to understand about yourself that you don't need to know. I'm going to say that again in case you missed it. You have to understand about yourself there are some things you don't need to know. Because the truth is, if you know it, you, don't, you won't process it well. You, you won't deal with it well if you knew it. Okay? Right. You got to understand it about yourself. There's some things you don't need to know. Okay? Uh, you want me to drive it home for you a little bit? Just drive it home for you a little bit. Now, there's some buttons you got that you know if you, this button get pushed, I'm going to lose it. I'm just going to lose it. I'm just going to lose it. Problem is, sometimes you might lose it in the wrong place under the wrong conditions. Many people have done that. They lost it in the wrong conditions and they're no longer here. They're not here because they got some information at the wrong time in the wrong situation that they don't handle well. This is why when, when doctors and have bad news for you, they tell you to sit down. Okay. You know, they, they, try to, they try to, you know, calm the situation a little bit before they give you this information because they know what can happen. You know, you can hear some stuff and, and you know, your, your legs get weak. You, you fall out, you know. When, when I was in the hospital, I told you all this some time ago. When I was in the hospital, I, I don't know what happened, but something happened. And um, I was sort of semi-alert a little bit. And... Um, uh, Oh, actually, no, I don't think I was. I think they had, they told me about this later. But anyway, at some point when I, I was in the hospital, y'all, you know, I had the three brain surgeries. And, and um, at some point it got too much for my son. <laughs> you know, and um, they told me at some point we, they heard this big bang. And they go out to the hallway. He, he laying out. He just, <laughs> he laying out on the ground. He just out. He passed out. And I don't know, he, something happened, he saw something, something was said, something was something, he lost it. He just, you know, his dad was down, he was, he was grieving, and it just was too much. He passed out. So I'm in the hospital, so we both sitting there with things on our wrist. Y'all, so, <laughs> you know, because it got too much for him. And I can tell you about myself when my son was a little baby and we went to get him circumcised. And so we standing there and the doctor's doing a circumcision. I'm standing there and then, you know, I'm, I'm standing there and, and then <laughs> I started to go. The doctor could see it. They said, get, 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 no, get him, get him. He had him sit down because I couldn't, I couldn't stand to see it. It was just too much information for me. I was passing out. I passed out. You know, and I, it was too much. It was too much blood. My son getting cut, you know, in that sensitive spot. I couldn't take it. I'm just giving you some examples. You have to understand about yourself. There is some information you don't want to know because you wouldn't, you won't handle it. You won't handle it. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. You know God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin so that you could live with him forever. If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I sinned against you. I've made some mistakes in my life. I believe that Jesus died for my sins and my mistakes and I commit my life to you. 
I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me to reflect the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to personally welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to connect with the church near you so that you can learn more about Jesus, grow closer to God, and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. Is this you in some area of your life where you used to run to God and God's hand was on that area of your life and now it's no longer there and you're running from the presence of God? This is what we're dealing with. They used to be close. So God says, who told you? Thank you for listening.